It is uh, time for the uh, Sinagra Report from the Sunrise Wellness Center. Go to the website. Loads of info, folks. The doc on this program talks about things you will not hear uh, anywhere else. You just go to the site, sunrisewellnesscenterli.com. Free consultation with Dr. Ron Sinagra can be had at uh, 631-563-1444. The aforementioned Sinagra. Doc, how are you? Good morning, Jay. How are you? I am okay. Hanging in there. You okay? You doing well? I'm doing good. We uh we're down to the wire. Seven days to go. Hard, hard to believe. It really is. Uh, we've been right. talking about this forever. The most important election of a life. I say I say it all the time, but this truly is, as far as the state of New York is concerned, uh, the most important election ever. Really, since I'm doing this job. Uh, on LI News Radio, there is uh, no period greater than what's going to happen in the next seven days. And there, uh, I think the state of the country, my friend, as well. I'm talking New York also. The yeah, state of the country. There's some massive races to keep an eye on. No question about it. Yeah, hey, I want to get no into politics question. with you a little bit today. I know we don't normally do that, Uh-oh. but um, I got I got a really good story I want to share before we get to that, and um, it, I got a nice story to tell. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, I, I go to a barbecue on Labor Day weekend. Uh, my buddy has it. Uh, he throws his big Labor Day party over here in Oakdale, and he has it. He has an outside company come in and cater it, and uh, he has this uh, catering company show up. And, and the, the chef who's doing all the cooking looks like an offensive lineman for the uh, for the New York Jets. I mean, guys, he's he's just a big man, six six five. You know, two hundred ninety pound guy, and gentlest giant you'd ever want to meet. And through our conversations, we start talking back and forth, and it turns out he's a reverend, and uh, his name is uh, Jimmy Smiley. And what a great name too, the Reverend Jimmy Smiley. And he has uh, he has one of those uh, infectious smiles. And we start talking, and I'm telling him about for twenty years, I ran a. Uh, a a Christmas dinner at the uh, United Bayport Methodist Church. And on Christmas Day, that church would open, and anyone who didn't have a place to go for dinner could come from you know, 1 to 4, and we had some spread. Uh, we'd feed over 200 people, and I was in charge of getting all the food and, um, and, prepa- and cooking all the food, too. And I had a bunch of friends come in, and on Christmas Eve, we'd gather up all the food. We'd, I'd go to all the local restaurants and I'd ask them to donate trays and one restaurant would cook the turkeys for me and uh, we'd store all the food on Christmas Eve and then we'd get to this church on 6 o'clock in the morning on Christmas morning and we'd cook till about uh, noon and uh, and then we'd serve the food. And it was beautiful. Well, uh, the church was a small church and they got a new pastor and they didn't really have a lot of support anymore uh, the, it was an aging population for the church so they discontinued that Christmas uh, event which was sad but I understood it, it was very costly for them so I'm telling him this story and he goes well you know I, I, I just started doing uh, this uh, Thanksgiving basket thing and uh, a charity event I go well tell me about it he goes well on Thanksgiving we're, what we're doing is we're we're having a charity uh, at the Trinity Baptist Church in William Flo- oh, excuse me, on William Floyd Parkway in Shirley, and what they're doing is they're giving out baskets for people who don't have uh, food for Thanksgiving dinner. And the baskets include a roasted turkey, you know, a, a full turkey, a ham, uh, 
southern mac and cheese, uh, roasted mashed potatoes, corn, cranberry sauce. Uh, even got Briarmere pies to donate uh, 200 uh, dessert pies. So I, I just thought it was wonderful. I mean, what a beautiful thing. Uh, I've, it's it's hard to, to contemplate that people are struggling so much that they can't afford a turkey dinner for Thanksgiving, but that is the reality we live in. Um, by the way, have you seen the? Have you seen what the price of turkey? What what it's how it's gone up? It's up. What is it like seventeen percent or something? Seventy. Seventy percent. Wow. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Seventy percent. That's so, crazy. Uh, he. I'm talking to the reverend, and he goes, "We're having a meeting at the Trinity Baptist Church in in, uh, in Shirley. Why don't you come?" I said, "Okay, oh, great." So. Uh, a couple of Tuesdays ago after work, I, I, I drive out to Shirley, and it, it's a small little Baptist church right on William Floyd. And I walk in, and there's a couple of tables set up, about 20 people, 15 people, uh, volunteers. Nicest people you'd ever want to meet. And we start talking, and they we start going, okay, we're, we're planning this event. So I said, well, how many turkeys and how many hams do you need? They said, well, we need about 200. And I said, okay, well, how many do you have? And he goes, 11. I'm like, 11? <laughs> I'm like, 11? I'm like, you know, and besides, turkeys are hard to find right now, too. I'm like, my Lord, I go, we need some help here. So I made so many great connections when I was doing the Christmas dinner. I said, I said, Reverend, let me take care of this. I, 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 I know a lot of people that can help me with this. So I called up a buddy of mine who owns a bunch of restaurants, and he called up one of his distributors and we've got 200 turkeys being delivered um, to them uh, for that event and 100 hams. So I just thought it was wonderful. And the price came out to about, uh, oh, I don't know, uh, close to $8,000. So I put up the first 1000 and I'm getting people, uh, and I made a bunch of you know phone calls to people to donate. So I'm asking for any donations uh, that if you'd like to help. It's Breaking Bread Outreach Ministries is the name of of the uh, of the organization that's doing this. But also, if you are someone who's interested in getting a basket, uh, I want to make sure I got the number right because uh, the Reverend gave me his new number. So let me just make sure I get that correct. Uh, if you call the Reverend Jimmy Smiley at six three one. 764-1805 and you're a family that needs uh, a basket for, for Thanksgiving you can pick one up um, on Saturday before Thanksgiving, November 19th between 9 and 1. You just have to reserve one because we have to know how many people are coming and you can get a basket and I just think it was one of the most beautiful things um that I've heard going on, and it's local, and it's and it's families in need right here on Long Island. Again, it's the Reverend Jimmy Smiley, six three one seven six four eighteen oh five, and you can reserve a basket for yourself. Um, it, it's it, it's truly wonderful. And if you'd like to help uh, with donations, I'm a few thousand dollars short. Up, I put up the first thousand myself. And I've and I've gotten a bunch of people that have really helped, and I'm hoping uh, you know a, a, a corporation or a company listening, or maybe someone who is uh, financially um, able to help, will contact my office at six three one five six three one four four four, 
we're, we're a few thousand dollars short, and anything that anyone would like to donate to help this great cause would be greatly appreciated. Uh, we're going to make it happen, and we're going to make sure that over 200 families uh, get a basket here on Long Island for Thanksgiving. But then the, the Reverend uh, told me something even uh, more wonderful. He associate found a restaurant that was closed for thanksgiving and he's going to be opening that restaurant on thanksgiving day uh in that area where anybody can come and have a free turkey dinner so wow. you and your family if you have nowhere to go if you're by yourself um you can go so i don't have all the details on that and i will give those uh sometime before thanksgiving on the show so if people need to know where to go for thanksgiving which is i believe uh uh thursday november 24th the baskets will be uh, available to be picked up uh november 19th the saturday before because the turkeys need three days to defrost in the refrigerator um so I, I just think it was such it's just such a wonderful event, um, and I, I'm I'm so happy to be able to help with that. Again, if you need a basket, uh, you got to call the man with the big smile and the big heart. That's the Reverend Jimmy Smiley, six three one seven six four eighteen oh five. And if you'd like to donate to help uh, help us cover the costs of this, you can call uh, Sunrise Wellness Center. Um, We'll take your credit card. It'll go to that. If we get money, if we go, we exceed the amount that the food costs, I'm going to just pass that money right on to uh, the, Reverend, the Reverend Smiley for his Breaking Bread Outreach Ministry. So the money will not go to waste. Um, and my number here is, again, 631-563-1444. So I'm hoping somebody hears me and will want to help out. But I just think it's a, it, it's just such a beautiful local thing. And... Unlike donating to these big uh, big causes that you don't know where your money's going, this is going right here to families in need right here on Long Island. I think it's a great cause, and nobody should be without a meal on a very special day without question. Good stuff. That, we'll what, what, a, what a wonderful man, too, and the, and the and yeah. volunteers. Oh, just the nicest people. Nicest. So I, 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 I thought I'd start the thing we'll off keep, before uh, we... We'll keep passing that along as we approach the big day, my friend. That's great stuff yeah, getting well, involved with. Before we Those dive two. into, to, yeah. into, the, uh, into the, the yuckiness of politics, I figured I'd start the day off with, uh, with a beautiful story. That is a great story. It really is. Uh, and no, there are a lot wanted, of good people out there, I'll tell you that much. So, so uh, you wanted yeah, to no, politics... Very, very good story. Very good story. And hopefully, hopefully, you know, like I said, there are a lot of people out there that are wondering, unfortunately, in today's day and age of, uh, you know, putting food on the table, in particular for the special day of Thanksgiving, and, uh, you know, maybe to heat a house, you know, I mean, you got to make these types of choices, unfortunately, uh, it exists right now, so uh, hopefully easing the pain is what uh, guys like Jimmy Smiley are doing right now. Yeah, so that's a really good thing. Really good. Special, special kind of man. Special kind of man. Yeah. No doubt about it. Now, talk to me. Um, uh, coming I, up, uh, we got we got about a week to go. Uh, a week to go as far as the election. A lot on the line. Go ahead. Talk. To me. Uh, I, I'm just. I was looking at the big picture, you know, and, and I want to go back a little bit to to, to where you know. 
politics had become a disaster. I, you know, my mom was very involved in the Republican Party, and I remember my first election that I truly remember was uh, was Nixon in '72. I remember I remember the '68 election in school. They had pictures of Nixon and Herbert Humphreys, I believe, and George Wallace. I believe those were the three candidates, and you know it. it it, it wasn't this train wreck that politics has become now. And a lot of this started, you know, if we go back to 2016 and, when, and Trump's victory, Trump's victory made this country go insane. And I'm, I'm, I was raised, and I think you were too, you know, I remember my mom saying, look, anybody can become president in this country. And as a child, you know, you learn these, you know, these, these statements, you know, in America, anyone can become uh, uh, president, anyone can become president, and when Trump won, I, I, we look back to the loss of that Hillary Clinton suffered, and then all of that nonsense. We now know through the Durham probe that there was no Russian collusion. This was all due to the fact that Clinton lost, and instead of just losing and saying, "All right, let's go back and regroup our message," let's go. Let's see. They didn't do that. They destroyed or attempted to destroy the presidency of of the winner and trump won fair and square she was a horrible candidate uh he didn't he's not an illegitimate president you know the russians didn't help him win he won because hillary was terrible she didn't campaign well she was unlikable and the trickle down was i mean do you remember maxine waters after trump won do you remember the woman's march what was that about I mean, the reaction to Donald Trump winning was was just so bizarre. The, and the way that we didn't accept that loss and the way that we allowed that to happen with that fake Russia probe with Mueller and, and, and the way Comey handled everything and the way that they got the special prosecutor, I mean... We watched the, the really the, the the way that the the FBI got involved in the political process with Comey. It, we actually have just totally taken our our system and and we just destroyed it and we've made it this this total disaster. Trump won that election, and instead of accepting a loss, we've allowed. I mean, if you look at his first four years, it was completely marred by probe after probe. It's still going on. So I, I think we got to look back at that and say, wait, wait a minute. This goes back to the inability of one party accepting a loss and then trying to blame everything else instead of looking in the mirror and saying, we lost, let's regroup. And that, that's how I look at it. Um, what are your thoughts on that? My thoughts are that uh, even to this day, as you mentioned, you know, Donald Trump is, uh, you know, kind of the poison pill, you know, and they will use him to align that individual with others that are running. For instance, a guy like Lee Zeldin. I mean, if you watch the debate last week, it was a question by Kathy Hochul to him directly. Uh, did you think Donald Trump was a good president? Because she knows in the back of her head, she, she can't run on anything of her own ilk. I mean, what has she done over the last 18 months to warrant a term, a full term? Remember, she was inserted as far as the gubernatorial post of New York. Therefore, the alignment with Trump in the back of her mind is that of detraction as far as what 
exactly has she done to aid New Yorkers? And unfortunately, you play this political game of football that is happening around this country right now, and that's what it's all about. Uh, It's not running on record. It's running as far as name is concerned in order to gain votes. It's a very sad time in the political uh, landscape right now. But that is what you have to do. You have to resort to those types of situations in order to gain votes, unfortunately. But that's where we're at right now. Yeah, you're true. But I'm a policy guy. And I certainly understand why a lot of people do not like Trump's personality. But uh, and there were a lot of times I felt like Donald just shut up and, and you know let your policies talk. I love the man's policies. Close that border, make NATO pay, you know, uh, uh, energy independence. Uh, there, there were a lot of things that I really really liked that he did. The peace accords that he did uh, in the Middle East, phenomenal. I mean, just out. Never even thought that would be possible. Uh, you know, moving uh, um, uh, the capital of Israel to Jerusalem. Uh, there were a lot of things I thought that he did were just phenomenal. But when we look back to how the... I never thought that we, when you the evidence is in your face. Things were working really well with his policies. And now they're not working well under this president's policies. And somehow, some way, we, we, we're, we're not... We don't even... We're not a results-driven or results-orientated society anymore. You know, people, they're going to tell me that things, you're going to try to tell me things are better now than they were under Donald Trump? That's just ridiculous. Now, I understand why a lot of people didn't like him, but it's the policies that I think that are important. And the policies that this, I mean, our whole energy problem right now, uh, our border crisis, these are just poor policies that are destroying this nation. And that's where I feel we're at question and listen uh it's evident the first day of the Biden administration he suspended the keystone pipeline he altered leases regarding drilling on federal land we were energy independent when we're no more in that way you look at the border it's like swiss cheese you look at the amount of fentanyl that has come into this country human trafficking uh and everything else you know these drugs are killing people on a daily basis we're losing on the average 300 a day uh, due to the fentanyl coming in how come that's not even uh, listen, spoken about? You're right. Listen, it's it's always about policy. Listen, I've said all along, Trump was no Boy Scout. You know, he had many, many a flaws. But in essence, he did some great things for this country. You know, he secured our border. Uh, and that was of primary importance. He also had good relations overseas, okay, which we do not have at this point in time. Well, you know, it that. is an absolute mess as far as this current administration, and I say it's the worst presidency that'll go down in the history books ever, when all said and done, whatever that is. I uh, love the video of uh, Donald Trump warning Germany at that UN meeting: "Do not get your energy from Russia. Yeah. You will be, you will regret it." And they were laughing at him, and he was right, and he was absolutely right. But you know, a lot of the policies that he did—I mean, the way he helped unemployment and and especially minority unemployment, minority home ownership—I I mean, uh, you, you know, minority employment for uh, under you know under eighteen uh, for the youth—it it, was—I mean, we were cooking on all eight cylinders. Um, there was a lot of things, a, a lot of things about that that I truly liked. But if you know, do you remember? 
when Reagan was president, we started uh, the war on drugs. They sure do. They sure do. Remember, that was and look where we're at we right now. Dare, we, we had the Dare program, and and drugs were a massive issue. That was one of the president's primary uh, uh, policies: the war on drugs. Nobody even mentions fentanyl. I mean, three hundred of our youth die a day. Three hundred. Think about that. And we don't even talk. I mean, what's going on on our southern border is immoral and it's criminal to let these. And we're and we have you know we're feeding the drug cartels billions of dollars. We've got a criminal enterprise right across our border that is destroying our youth. And then we have, you know, Mayorkas coming on on national television and saying the border is secure. I, I, I'm like, I'm sorry, am I living in bizarro land? Well, because, uh, he's got to he's got to get out. And, you know, once uh, there is a takeover as far as representation, that's why the one party rule just doesn't work. Doesn't work on the national stage. And we see it certainly doesn't work as far as the state of New York is concerned. But every time you go through those checkpoints and you see this guy's mug up there on that screen, I mean, it makes you sick. It really does. You know, he's a liar. Uh, he is uh, nothing but a shill as far as this administration is concerned. And he should be given his termination papers in, in the next couple of months without question. I agree. Um, and, and especially in New York, I mean, you know, we watched – you know, this is what I don't understand. We have a blueprint of what works. Rudy Julian. I mean, when I was a, when, when I was a teenager, late teens, early you know, nineteen twenty. I remember going through Times Square, and there was nothing but prostitution, drug dealers, peep shows. I mean, it was it was the gates of hell. It was terrible. And I remember when Giuliani took over, and, and I heard them saying they're going to put Disney stores. And we were like, Are you insane? And he did it. Right? He cleaned up Times Square and made it... The thought of making Times Square a family-orientated place, family-oriented place, was just like, you got to be kidding me. So we had a blueprint of how to do this. And then Bloomberg also, you know, continued that blueprint. I don't understand. Why don't we just dust it off? What's wrong with... We did this already. We know how it's done, but they refuse to do it. And, you know, that to me is is just beyond comprehension it, we're making it seem like oh we don't know what to do we don't we know exactly what to do we did it i don't understand why we don't do it again the the only way to fix it is what's going to come down the pike here on november the 8th i mean that's it and that is i said all along you know you get these people the hell out of office and you bring in the people who want to make things better who have common sense we don't have any common sense and that's what it comes down to. We have none in Washington and certainly none in Albany. The one-party rule and everything else, I mean, come on. It just doesn't work. We know that. That's why you need change. You have to, Absolute, that's the only way to fix this. You need checks stuff. and balances on both sides. You have I mean, to. Oh, my. It, it, that's what made this country great is that we had a way. Somebody was watching the store. Somebody was checking up on the guy in power. Somebody was, you know, uh, when you have... You know, New York State was run by one party up in Albany for way too long. The corruption, if you go back to uh, Silver yep. and and the rest of the other guys up there for all those decades, it, 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 it was criminal. No doubt about it. And it, uh, it all comes down to next week, early voting, by the way, ongoing. So 
Uh, we shall see, my friend. Always good having you. It's a great story. We'll put that on the site. You'll put it on yours with Jimmy Smiley, phone numbers, and everything else. And yes, uh, we'll now, make that next happen. Next week is Election Day. Uh, I don't believe I'm on next week, correct? You will uh, not be on. I might get a snippet or two from you. We'll see. But uh, we're going to be jammed with yeah, I know you'll be doing candidates and everything else. Uh, but uh, you know what? It's uh, it's it's all for a great cause, a great story from you today. We'll we'll certainly uh, keep mentioning yeah, we'll, as we get towards Thanksgiving. How's that? Yeah, we'll revisit that story again on November fifteenth when we speak again. Maybe I'll do a I'll give you a shout on uh, on Tuesday the eighth for a little let's say hello quick. But uh, don't forget to vote, everybody, and. Um, um, Jay, have a great day. Always a pleasure. And thank you for letting me talk about uh, Breaking Bread Ministries and that Thanksgiving basket and the and the big guy with the big smile, the Reverend Jimmy Smiley. And it's a great cause. It really is. We'll continue to hype that up. You stay well. We thank you.